Oh, honky tonk. It is a Friday when this episode's coming out. That means it's going to be a good one. And not only is it going to be a good one, but you are going to be blown away by the incredible conversation that you get to hear between me and Polly Payne, the founder of Horatio Printing. Y'all know me, and I'm obsessed with a little bit of Horatio Printing. Um, she has created the Bible study that I use, the paper planner that I use, the notepad that I use, um, the pins that I use. Like her stuff is all over in my house and I hope it's all over in yours too. This episode is not only a dose of inspiration, but she spits some serious, tangible takeaways for how to actually grow your business and how to be a, a good mom at the same time, which is what we're here for, right? She talks about her system. She talks about her decisions. And we talk about one of the most incredible, exciting events that she has coming up that I'm speaking at that is going to rock your world on December 4th, 5th, and 6th. So stay tuned to hear all about that. Go ahead and dive into today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves Dig in and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Guys, I'm so excited to have Polly here with us. You guys know I am a ridiculous avid user and fan of all things Horatio Printing. I talk about it. I have been talking about it before Polly ever knew my face or my name. Um, <laughs> and so I am like thrilled beyond thrilled. And the other really cool thing is that you guys all know that I don't have guests on here very often. So when I do, you need to tune in and listen up because they're very special. So Polly, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about how you got where you are with ratio printing. Tell us about your motherhood and, and what the life of, of being a kind of a, a warrior for God's kingdom and growing a business and, and really falling into your calling and being a mom and a wife. What has that journey been like for you? Yay. Well, thanks for having me, Chelsea. I really appreciate it. Um, excited to kind of connect and dive deeper. So I'm Polly, founder of Horatio Printing. First and foremost, I am a daughter of the king. I am a wife. I'm a mom. And I am not perfect in any way. I mess up all the time. And um, I guess I'll tell you a little bit about my journey I started Horatio Printing back in 2014, so that was pre-motherhood. Um, I just had my daughter in 2019, so had a, quite a bit of time to kind of, I guess, ramp up or have this be the sole focus um, prior to motherhood. I started Horatio Printing when I was living in New York in a tiny little New York apartment on Horatio Street. Always been a, a big fan of paper planners and really had a calling to start a business and to create something and to just kind of have a life that had more purpose and intentionality behind it. 
I wasn't being fulfilled despite rising to the top of my career as a um, senior sales director in an ad tech company. Um, so I had that, that kind of marketing advertising background, which was super helpful, but um, started Horatio as a side hustle, did that for a year and a half while working a full-time job. Um, you know, as a salesperson, I was taking people out. I was, you know, it's sales is not a nine to five. So it was a very busy life for a while. I definitely had in order to start the business um, and, and make it successful enough to quit my job, I had to have extreme time management and accountability and be able to say no to a lot and really have strong boundaries, which is hard because in New York, there's so much to do, especially pre-COVID. There was like just so many invitations. There was always something to do there. So it's like, it's distraction land, you know? Um, so I had to really just kind of kibosh a lot of different things in my life and focus on um, my company and my business. And then I got married, focused on my marriage and my business. And then we moved out of New York and then we had a baby. Um, and that whole journey was definitely probably one of the most tricky parts. Um, not so much the giving birth part and having a baby, but that first trimester of like complete, I was so struggling. And it's tough that we go through that struggle of like complete nausea and we can't really tell anybody. <laughs> and also, yeah, one of the things I do is a Monday morning motivation. And I remember in that season feeling like I can't motivate anybody right now. Like I'm out of integrity trying to write these motivation emails. Mm -hmm when internally I feel so sick. And so that was a big wake up call for me of like, I've got to get systems. I've got to get support. I can't keep being a one woman show. I've got to build out better systems for my customer service. And what you specialize systematize, I needed to systematize Horatio so that I could take a step back in a way and, um, and really grow and let other people take charge and let me really enjoy the season I was walking in. So I had to build a DIY maternity leave. Mm. Um, and that went really well. I was able to do a solid three and a half month maternity leave, um, not really checking emails, not really doing much at all. Um, there's something about that pregnancy time where you're just nesting. And I was nesting my business in a lot of ways. And then after that, Two months after having the baby, we brought in full-time in-home help, not full-time, but I guess like part-time, um, which was fantastic. It took a while to find the right person, but um, being able to have that help and support, I think was so crucial. And did I feel a little bit guilty about it mm -hmm. slightly? Uh, was it the best thing I ever did? Absolutely. Like ask for help, bring them in. And what was awesome was whenever COVID hit, it was like, we were set up for COVID. Like we were working from home. We had her in home care. It was like nothing hardly changed for our family, which was insane. My husband and I both had worked from home because we'd relocated from New York to Orlando to have more space and more square footage um, and a neighborhood to walk our baby around in. And so um, we did that route and then we moved to Tennessee and we just put her into a really small church daycare. And so that's been really great. I think the big thing for me has been getting help, finding people to support you so you can have the freedom to have creativity and do what you're called to do because it's 
almost impossible to do it all um, without that support. And so that's been big for me. And I'm a big proponent of getting help when you need it. Yeah, that is the best. I could just sit here and listen to you talk through this story forever because there's there's two things that really stand out in my mind that I I want to talk about. We'll talk about these two things. And then we have some really exciting news that we need to share about some events that you have coming up that I really want to dive into and talk about. So for those of you that are listening, we're going to share something super exciting here in just a minute. But the, the two things, first of them is when you mentioned that you were working out of integrity. And I think that this is something that so many of us struggle with. I struggle with it. I sit over here and I teach other moms how to not be a hot mess. And I'm sitting here on my floor in tears at times, feeling like a hot mess. And I really have to grapple with that, that imposter syndrome. And I love hearing you say working out of integrity and how do we you've gone through that cycle so many times as a business owner, you, we do it. It's part of what we do. What is your, how do you kick it? How do you get out of it? What's your best way of working through those moments when you feel like you're in direct conflict with what you're trying to tell people to do? Well, there's a couple of ways to approach it. Um, I think the first one is be honest and share where you're at and what you're learning through the trial. Like I think people, totally resonate with hearing your failures, your struggles situation. Um, I have a thousand of them I can share. Um, Like growing up, my life was not perfect. You know, I fell away from my faith for like six years. Um, People think, oh, wow, you're you're so strong in your faith. It's like I had a wild ride off, off the crazy train, you know, before I found Jesus again. And I'm still struggling with my flesh. So I think that's kind of a tangent, but the point is to, to share because people, when you are honest with them, they're like, it's a breath of fresh air. That's one thing. The other one is when you're in your high moments, create, 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 batch it up. Um, if you are like, for me, it's like, if I'm in a really good creative space, I need to write five Monday morning motivations and just have them teed up for the next five weeks. And technically that's not living out of integrity. If three weeks from now I'm struggling that Monday, that email comes out. Sometimes it blesses me. What's something I wrote three weeks ago, you know? So I think that's a good way to do it. And I think in terms of living in integrity and getting in a rut or struggling, it's important to say, to be honest with where you're at and say, I need to pivot period. I need to pivot. Like I remember, um, needing to pivot during the nausea and be like, I've got to find help. I hired an amazing photographer and social media person. I hired an amazing virtual assistant. Well, two months after, three months after having the baby, my business was going down because the summer is the slowest month and I could not afford childcare because I had hired these two people. Um, And I had to say, listen, I've got to pause this relationship and make you do these very small projects. I've got to take that money and reinvest in childcare so I can work on this period. And like, that was a pivot. Is it sad to get to a notch of helping and then have to step back? Absolutely. Is it what I needed to do? Absolutely. So just don't be afraid to pivot, whether that's getting help or removing help because you can't afford it and it's stressing you out, whatever it is. Um, just don't be afraid to pivot what you're, what you're doing. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, and speaking of hiring help, I think it's really great to hire short-term contracts. I learned that from Dave Ramsey. Like I never hire people longer than three months at a time. 
and you can build a 30, 60, 90 with them, have them build it. That's even better um, of what you're trying to accomplish. And at the end of those three months, if that business is growing, if you're seeing those results, you renew the contract. Um, I'll never again hire somebody that's just, you're here, you know, whatever. I think right. that's really important. And that also helps them, you know, as a fr- there's a lot of freelancers out there, you know, um, it helps them to know what's going on too, and just have that open honesty. And that's really been crucial for my business. Yeah. That was the second thing that I really wanted to kind of focus in on is this notion of hiring help. And, and not only are you talking about hiring help, like one of the biggest ways that you hired help was in your motherhood. And so many moms can't get past needing to do it all on their own. And they want to control everything with their children. They want to control everything in their business. And there's this great fear that someone's not going to do it as well as they can. And that their children aren't going to be loved enough that, that, that something is going to crumble. And so then they take all of these balls and they try and juggle all of them all by themselves all the time without understanding. If you take a step back and have a moment of preparedness, which is why I absolutely love for those of you that don't already have a Horatio planner or have not been in one of the bazillion showings and viewings of it that I've done, <laughs> there is a seasonal like reflection in built in throughout the entire planner for every season. And that that's another thing that you just talked about is, is batching your work when you're in a creative moment and be prepared. Like you're really talking about being prepared for what's to come. I find that to be so, so spread throughout the Bible on preparedness. And I think that it really is important for us. And it's what I teach is being intentional and being prepared. And so what was it like? I mean, you said, yeah, did you have, did you have guilt? Yeah, but it was the best thing that you ever did. How much more confident are you in your ability to be a mom after hiring help than you were before? Very confident. Like, I was lucky my baby gained a lot of weight early on. (laughs) When nurses (laughs) were like, did she eat the other Jane? Like, she is thriving. Um, And, you know, with the whole pumping and you leave, you got to leave enough milk. I mean, that was stressful. I think during the breastfeeding times, like, yeah, that was tricky. I think your hormones are just all over the place because it's tough pumping. I don't think we were meant to like pump and not be able to smell our baby. I think there's something off with that. I'm not against it. I mostly pumped through my journey. I just think during that, that's probably the most tricky time. But once you get your quote unquote body back, you know, and you're not (laughs) producing milk, it's a lot easier, Um, which is, you know, they're both blessing times, but it is nice if you're in that breastfeeding time to know things are going to normalize a lot better once you um, end that part of the journey. And so what's really nice is my daughter's learning her independence. Mm -hmm. You know, she still loves me. And I think that our relationship as a parent, it's like the tides, you know, sometimes it floods in, sometimes it floods out. And um, 
right now, like she's a really a daddy's girl. And does that make me a little sad? Kind of. It's <laughs> awesome. Yes. Like yes, yes. she wants data. Here you go. You know, like I, I love that my daughter has these other relationships and has independence and is friendly and um, knows that not just mama is going to supply her needs. I think that's beautiful. I think the whole idea it takes a village, embrace that. It's harder to embrace it with COVID. I get it. Um, but if you have some trusted people in your circle that are being safe, um, use that resource, you know, uh, another resource I do want to share with you. Cause I know a lot of you guys are trying to build up a financially successful business and six years into Horatio, we are getting there. You know, we've grown a lot. I'm super thankful as a product-based business. It is a tough thing to buy inventory and have that. Maybe you have a product-based business, maybe you have a service-based business. Um, but I do want to recommend that you look at the profit first finances. Um, if you've done Dave Ramsey, you know, you've studied some biblical principles on your finances. Profit first is a great way to set up your buckets. It's like the cash envelope system for your business. And it helps you to have the right percentages of, okay, here's how much money we've made in the last 15 days in the business. X goes to profit, X goes to operating expenses, X goes to owner's comp, X goes to taxes. Um, and by setting up those boundaries, you're going to be able to see, do you have enough to hire help? You know, and also you're going to make more money because you're finally going to see how much you've been spending on operating expenses that needs to be cut down. So that was a big change for me in my business because I was busting my tail and everyone that I'd ever hired was making more than me. And I think that's a really common thing to happen with entrepreneurs because we try so hard to put on and to do what we think is normal when um, we got to do what's going to make it profitable for you and your family. Um, so anyways, that's my other advice is to look into him. He's amazing. Profit first. I'm Mike um, Michalowicz. I yeah. am obsessed. So he did this incredible interview with um, Donald Miller on okay on because I'm like super raging fan of Donald Miller and Mike Michalowicz was on there and my husband and I do a marriage retreat every year um and one of the things that we did in the car on the way there was to listen to that episode and to really break down like what is this concept of profit first and I have the, I have the book and um I'm I'm such a huge proponent of it. I actually leave that inside of the academy. So my online course, uh, the Systemize Your Life Academy has that built inside of it for them to, I don't give financial advice, but I let them know like, this is what my recommendation would be for you. And I think that I'm so glad that you brought that up because it really is so important. When I ran my event-based business for seven years, everyone else was making more money than me. And I was exhausted and I was run ragged. And, um, Oh my gosh, there's just so much to dive into. I just absolutely love that you talked about your daughter's independence. And this is the last thing I'll say before we, we share what you have coming up on the docket in December. Um, I, I absolutely, before I ever had children, I knew that our journey as parents is simply just to show them the way that they are to go raise a child up in the way that they should go. And 
I think it's so important for us as mothers to not find our identity in our children because that is not showing them the way that they should go. Our identity is given to us and motherhood is a huge piece of that, but so is being a wife and so is being a caretaker to our home and to our shelter and to our community and to these other insanely unique talents that we're given. And it's so awesome. And I just feel so blessed to be able to connect with other women that that love that their children are fostering intimate and deep and desirable relationships with their fathers, with other people that, that we trust, that we vetted, that we believe in, that we've put our faith in, but that we are allowing ourselves to let go of our children from a very young age because we're showing and we're guiding and, and we're, sh- we're showing them the ways to go even from a very small age, instead of just trying to control everything and every minute and every, every little step that they take. So that's, it's always so refreshing for me. It's to meet other women and, and other moms and business owners that have that. So Thank you so much for sharing your story and your journey. Um, But now let's talk about what do you have coming up right now? um, I am putting this podcast episode out and you are, where are you at with your Black Friday sale? So, you know, right now, this 2020 is kind of a finger in the wind year. Um, We launched it on November 18th. As of right now, it's still live on Black Friday um, the real Black Friday, quote unquote, the real Black Friday, we'll have, we will be honoring our sale that day as well. Okay. So you can shop us on Black Friday. You can most likely shop us today and enjoy it as well. Um, okay. We're probably just going to keep that, keep it running. I've just been focused so much on the Dreamer Summit. Um, that's one of the reasons I wanted to push Black Friday up first off the post office is, you know, cray cray, but also I want people to be able to get their ticket for the dreamer summit, get their planner for the dreamer summit, and even get a party pack. If you want to get a party pack to have your fun little watch party, I wanted to make sure you got it in time because the post office is cray cray this year. So I'll tell you a little about the dreamer summit. Yes. Amazing. Chelsea Joe is going to be speaking <laughs> on day three. We have Christine Kane, Allie Worthington, Dontree Wilkerson. We've got Olympic gold medalist, Claire Donahue. We've got amazing people, Elise Murphy. It's a three-day virtual event that is a hardcore workshop. We will be building in our planners, doing bucket list, vision board, refocus cloud, um, generosity planning, heart check. We'll be doing all of that, plus just tons of encouragement and refreshment to help you restore your hope in the future, to help you build your faith, and then dream big, because 2020 was a rough, foggy year of uncertainty, and so this event is all about sewing into you, sewing into your dreams, sewing into um, your hope so that you can step into 2021 unshakable. And it's going to be online. You just have to get a ticket. Chelsea actually has a code to get $10 off your ticket, which is great. It's Chelsea, Chelsea 10 at checkout, which is super awesome. Yeah. And if you spend over 65, you get free shipping. Um, So if you want to go ahead and grab your planner, if you haven't already, you can throw that in the and there's well, or any Christmas gifts. Yeah. And here's the most ironic and insane thing. So you had this event in person last year, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm totally going. And then I was like, no, no, I'm not. I can't, I know. I don't even know what I would say. Like, I can't, I can't. And I had just started my podcast and I just was like, I don't, I don't know. I didn't have the confidence to be in that room. And now I'm speaking at your event, which is so insane. I don't even know. 
<laughs> you're on my podcast. And I'm like, this is so full, full circle. It's ridiculous. So I'm really excited. Um, one of my business mentor and, and close friend at this point, uh, Stephanie Gass is also um, speaking at the event and her and I are pretty pumped up to actually be not only presenters, but to participate and to learn and to grow and to Stephanie's all into the planners and all the resources and all the things now. Cause I started sharing the soap notes Bible study, which I also share a lot. It's, it's another one of your incredible, awesome. It, the, the one thing that I love about the soap notes Bible study, probably more than anything is how efficient it is. It's like, I get a hardcore Bible study done in the morning and like 10 minutes. And it's like so deep and thorough. And I'm like, that was awesome. Like, and literally it's, it's, that is all you and God. Like I don't add any extra commentary. There's no extra questions. It's literally just so succinct and clean because at the end of the day, it's about you and God. I don't want you going, well, what does Polly say about the scripture? No, that's not what, you know, we're not supposed to idolize anybody. We're supposed to turn to God and his word. So that's my big, just like joy is people going to the word and getting something out of it for themselves, because that's what we're supposed to do. We're not supposed to look to a leader to, to do it all for us yeah. because they'll fail us. I know for me, it's been a big two weeks because I was a big Hillsong NYC girl. And um, that's where I started Horatio. That's where a lot of the sections of the planner was inspired by different sermons. I heard from different people traveling in and um, so much fruit was born out of my heart through the learning I got, but your leaders can fail you. And so it's so important that you're rooted in God and his word because people will, people will fail, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that's, what's going to be so awesome about the dreamer summit is just being able to take time away from everything that you're doing. And they can totally watch replays if they can't sit down for dedicated individual time and space for that entire weekend, which I know there's so many of you moms listening that are like, wait, I can't do this because I can't sit down for an entire day. Well, first of all, ask for help. If you get anything out of this, out of this episode, it's ask for help. It's okay to say, it's okay to say, Hey husband, like I want a day and I want this day because it's going to make me a better wife and a better mom and a better business owner. And so I know you think I deserve that. And I think I deserve that. So I'm going to ask you for, it. is that okay? What do you think about yeah. that? Like people, oh, can I, can I share my favorite, uh, mom hack that me and yes. my husband started doing? Oh my God. Let's <laughs> say this changed my life. So after newborn time, you know, got the fog of newborn gone. I'm a really independent person. My husband's a really independent person. We like alone time. We like alone time together, but we also really like alone time on our own. So we implemented this system called mom and dad's night out. And literally I would go out on a Wednesday night and I'd go eat dinner by myself and take a journal and just have a night out by myself. These are the rules. You're allowed to leave before dinner and you come home whenever. My husband usually goes see a movie by himself. He loves that. And I'd go to dinner by myself, have a glass of wine. And then you come home and you don't have to get the baby in the morning. Nice. That's like, my favorite. You're off. You're off. <laughs> For that night and the next day you're off. And literally just that gift and you don't have to pay for childcare because the other one's got you right. Mm. Best thing ever. And then also the one who stays home after the baby's down, you get some alone time to watch what you want to watch on TV. Amazing. Yeah. And then also my husband gifted me a night out at an Airbnb. This is pre COVID 
Um, and I just had a mom's, I rented an Airbnb in my town for like a hundred bucks. Got to take a bath. I walked around the little town. I had a glass of wine, went to dinner by myself, watched a movie on the Airbnb couch. It was awesome. So anyways, you have permission to like be craft thrifty and like give yourself those gifts. I think it's really important. That was a huge game changer for me because so much of what the freedoms you had prior to motherhood get kind of lost. And it's possible to still have that space because you got to keep filling your cup for you to be a present mom. So that's my last mom hack I'll share. Yes. And I have to say this before we wrap up this episode, because there are so many moms and I hear them right now. They're going to say, oh, well, my husband doesn't watch my kids. If you are confident and you believe in your husband's abilities and you get excited and you tell him that he can do it and you shift your energy around leaving your children with your husband, Polly's like, heck yeah. I love that you guys have a relationship. You do you, you feed her what you want. I prepped a few things. She probably will eat that. You probably won't struggle if you feed her what I know she likes. Here you go. Like I can imagine that you're probably pretty prepared and he's probably pretty savvy because you work together as a really great team and you trust him and he knows that he has the ability and you've spoken confidence into him and over him about his ability to care for your kiddo. And it works really well. And it's a progression. And I love that. That's like one of the best things we get that. I kind of get that by nature because my husband's a firefighter. So I get to be home alone when he's on shift, but he would really love time by himself. He gets it, but he's working on his business, but to just like do nothing, he would really like that. So we may have a conversation about what that looks like in our family for sure. Okay. So make sure you guys get your tickets to the dreamer summit. Polly, thank you so much again for being here. I so appreciate it. Yes. I enjoyed this conversation. Make sure you um, connect with us on Instagram. We'll love to connect with you guys. Yeah. And tell everybody where they can find you at Horatio printing. That's Horatio with a C. Yes. And HoratioPrinting.com is where you can find your ticket to the Dreamers Summit and then just use the code CHELSEA10 at checkout. Okay, so there you have it. That is the most incredible interview ever. And when Polly and I hopped off of this interview, we had time to just sit and chat. And what a beautiful human and incredible, inspiring mom and business owner and just like advocate of what life can look like you know? And so for those of you that are working really hard, I hope that you take Polly's story and let it lift you up and let it inspire you and help you to see that no matter where you're at in your motherhood or your business journey, they absolutely can be done together. And Polly is such an incredible example of what it looks to, what it looks like to hire help and to be confident in who you've been called to be and how to truly move one foot in front of the other day by day, growing stronger and closer to this vision of who you want to be. And we all know that I am a big, big supporter of all things growing growing closer to the moms and wives and business owners that we were called to be. So as always, this has been unbelievably, incredibly awesome and fun. This specific episode is going to stick with me for a very long time from over here behind my microphone. And until we meet again here next time, I will catch you over inside of the Facebook group.